the violence was over almost as soon as it began. Seeing it did not terrify the dozens of witnesses. Pharaoh's Point had become accustomed to these sudden outbursts since the appearance of New Life Elixir over a year ago. But these people were not on New Life. They fought and killed one man, and then they were gone. Two elves, a human, and a gnome. The people crowded around the slain man whose body had changed into something utterly alien. They stood almost frozen in place at the peculiar sight until a number of armor-clad dragonborn soldiers arrived. They viciously pushed people aside until the crowd had dispersed. They had orders. Two of them lifted the body, and they began marching towards the Arcane Academy. The small procession provided a grim spectacle to those they passed. They arrived at the Academy grounds, passing by Iron Guardian and Dragonborn sentries until they arrived at the tower. They carried the body up the countless stairs, past floors of frightened and subdued students of magic, all the way to the massive observatory at the very top of the tower, where Arizax waited patiently. The soldiers carefully placed the body at Arizax's feet, and gratefully took their leave. Alone, Arizax knelt beside the body, and began casting a spell. Greetings, brave warriors, noble adventurers, and devious dungeon masters. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim, your dungeon master, and I want to say thank you very much for listening to this. I have realized that I've been completely remiss in thanking a few people, uh, namely everyone who on Facebook has left a review or recommendation. Uh, So I want to say thank you to Martin, Paul, Ryan, Jason, Darren, Austin, and Misa. I hope I'm pronouncing that last one correctly. Uh, Thank you guys. You've either left a review or recommendation on Facebook. I really appreciate all of you uh, taking the time to do that. You rock. In other news, I know that there's been a bit of a dearth in terms of Dungeon Master content in the last few weeks. That's a result of me fighting off a cold you can probably still hear the remnants of. But there will be a campaign planning episode coming soon, and it will be pretty in-depth, probably the longest one yet. There's a lot to go through. A lot to cover in some of the past episodes, as well as a lot of stuff coming up in the next few episodes that we're going to get to. And if you're going to want to discuss the spoilers that are mentioned in this behind-the-screen campaign planning episode, then head on over to our Facebook page and join the Dungeon Master-only group, because I'm sure there will be a bit of discussion in that group once this episode comes out. At least I hope there will be. I also want to say that the gentlemen, Garen and Dan, over at the D&D Character Lab podcast, gave us a shout-out on Twitter 
Thank you, gentlemen. Much, much appreciated. If you haven't listened to D&D Character Lab, uh, it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. While we're on the topic of other podcasts, uh, let me know what other podcasts you're listening to. Even if it's not related to Dungeons and Dragons, let me know what your recommendations are. And as I said last episode, we are even closer to getting through this list of people who want to be named after NPCs who die almost immediately after being introduced. Uh, So if you want to get on that list, shoot us a message on Facebook, Knights and Nerds Podcast, Twitter, and Instagram. We are at Knights and Nerds, or Gmail is also a thing that we have. It's Knights and Nerds Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Let us know if you have, if, if you want to be the character your name, or if you have your own D&D character's name that you want to substitute. And even if you have a preferred method of of your imaginary death, let us know. We'll try to do the best that we can. And if you're enjoying these episodes, and I sincerely hope that you are, you can support this podcast by telling your friends, hey, go and listen to this podcast. You could leave a rating or a review somewhere. Or if you want to support the podcast in a different way, you can go to thingstimwrote.com slash books. I'm an independent fantasy author. I have a trilogy out right now. They are ebooks. They're pretty inexpensive, and they're also pretty good. I forgot to mention we're also on Stitcher. So if Stitcher is your preferred method of listening to podcasts, there you go. Okay, I think that's enough from me for now. Let's rejoin Candace, Katie, Matt, and Tom, otherwise known as Fiance, Ven White Helsing, Spruce Lee, and Gilladob Fablestabble. Okay. Uh, it'll be an easy recap. Uh, last time we played, what happened? Um, <laughs> it's easy because you don't remember what happens. <laughs> what happened? I don't know the end. We're in a cave. According to these sewer. notes, hit points, initiative order, dead. <laughs> cool. We walked the wrong way and then walked back and then walked the right way and then got in. I think that we should just leave it there, yeah. <laughs> Although with the added uh, with the added thing that you were confronted by and killed uh, somebody trying to infiltrate your group who uh, you think was working for Agaran, someone named Mago. Right, I dress up as an old woman and carry Giladab <laughs> as a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't believe I forgot that. That was fantastic. Did not work well. I tried to tuck in when you guys wouldn't let me. <laughs> Did I not let you? I totally would have allowed that. No, the initiative order changed and you guys, I was like, if I just chucked him at them, it would have went so much better. I reacted faster. Yeah. (laughs) And it didn't go well for you. You missed him on the throw down. Mm -hmm. I remember that now. And you you found the entrance to the underground. You're heading towards, hopefully, what you think is the Fathom's Fighters. And you are going down some underground tunnels that are just lousy with traps and Giladob just fell into a pit of snakes and miraculously didn't get bit once mm-hmm. with some fancy rope work you got pulled out of there post haste it was i should remind you it was an post old snakes that was bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna edit that out <laughs> that in post <laughs> or put a slide whistle in after. <laughs> uh, it was an illusory portion of the floor that you fell through. 
It wasn't a trapdoor. It was an illusion, Michael. Um, can I get the walking order again? Marching order? Gilgab up front. We're out of the hole. You still going to go up front after falling through the floor? Oh, yeah. It doesn't change anything. I I think I was in the middle because I can't see that well in the dark. So I think it's kind of... I think I was second. Okay, so I'm in the back. So now that I fell into an illusory hole, I've got a 10-foot pole. Maybe I should just, like, use that to prod out in front of me like a blind man. Do you have a 10-foot pole? Of course. Where have you been keeping that? In the Why bag. Use, how, oh, how deep was the hole? Jokes that can it's part right of the, oh the packs. But how deep was the hole? <laughs> you gotta make special notes. <laughs> <of it. laughs> ten, a ten foot pole. It's a very common D&D. I know, but I cannot think of it. Could you have not how used that to get out of the hole? How deep's the hole? Could you not have used the ten foot pole to get out of the hole? This is the question. Not how know. deep is your hole? I know. Is this up, Dr. Seuss? Is it is it a telescopic pole? I think it must be. Like, how do you keep a ten foot pole just in your bag? You can look it up in the book if you want. It's a ten foot pole. I'm imagining it's right. just like a pool cue, like you screw parts of it together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or like a tent, like a tent pole with elastics that all just attach together. Okay, let's just say I carefully move forward and I look for illusions. <laughs> You can use use the pole if you would like. (laughs) Use it. Okay. Um, So you guys are going to keep on walking through the dark. Uh, Were you using a torch, uh, Katie? That's right, I was, yes. You were using a torch so you can see. Mm -hmm. And your superior dark vision, 120 feet, is that right? That's correct. Uh, Okay. And I would probably stay um, maybe 10 feet ahead of the person behind me, just to make sure there's like a bit of a buffer zone, and I stay away from the light so I can be more stealthy. Right. Okay, so you continue on through the darkness, and you reach another widened area of the tunnel. And can you guys make a perception check for me again? Ooh. Natural 20. I got a 12. 14. 16. Now that you're familiar with what an illusory floor looks like, you all kind of see this illusory floor again in front of you. Uh, It fades as you... Now you're you're better able to recognize it. Uh, there's a gap about 20 feet across. You can see another pit with dark, murky water. There are narrow ledges along either side, and you notice the water below is stirring as a long, angular head of a crocodile breaks the surface of the water. How narrow exactly on the sides? As you go up and look, you, can, you think that you could pretty carefully sort of shimmy along. How much... How much rope do we have? In like in a Dungeoneer's pack, there'd be like a 30-foot length of rope, right? And a 10-foot pole. Mm-hmm. Not mine. All right, I think Spruce is going to try and get across first. So I'm going to hand one end of my rope to Vanna, and, uh, and then I'm going to try and shimmy across this ledge. So it's going to be a, uh, an acrobatics check. 19. Yeah, that's good. So uh, I guess I'll get across what's on the other side. <laughs> Is there anything over here? More tunnel. So nothing I can, like, tie the rope off to, eh? Not really. All right, so then I'm just going to tie it off to myself and try and sort of uh, stand as far back as I can so that whoever's crossing can hold the end and kind of, like, if they fall, hopefully I can sort of act as an anchor. Makes sense. All right, who's up next? I'll go next. 
That's a 10. You're a bit shaky, but you make it across. It's 23. 23, yeah. All right, last across. So what I'm thinking is as she walks across, I'm going to kind of walk backwards at the same pace so that if she were to fall, she would kind of swing into the wall at least, but maybe stay out of the water. I guess maybe get her to just tie it around her waist. So <laughs> yeah, if she falls yeah, into yeah. the water, we yeah. can pull her out quick. Yeah, something like that. 13. That does it. You guys keeping the same order still? I'll need some more perception checks. So much dice rolling happening. 14. 11. 10. 13. Uh, can Gilladob and Faye each make dexterity saving throws, please? 24. 13. Oh, okay. Wow. So you didn't see it coming, but you dodge out of the way as this net falls from the ceiling and closes on the spot where you just were and then zips along the floor and you can see that this trap door opens up further down the tunnel and gets dragged into this trap door which then closes. I like to think that like I was fixing my shoe or something (laughs) just sort of sidestepped it. (laughs) Didn't see that it was coming but I It was an accidental save? It's like, what? No, okay. Is the uh, trap door that the net pulled into far away, like it's close and we're going to approach it shortly? Mm -hmm. Um, If possible, I'd like to kind of pry it open and, and see what's underneath the trapdoor. I think you'll need to make like an athletics check to pry it open because this one's mechanical. It's not illusory. Is anyone going to assist? Yeah, I will ask for assistance because I'm not strong. It's athletics. I'll help. Okay. I got 21. Yeah, because I only rolled a three. (laughs) And I get minus one to that. (laughs) So I ask you to help me, but you do all the work. Please help me. So hang on. What just happens is that Gilly goes up and like, does this very poorly, and is like, I'm going to try to do this, and then Spruce is like, no, you're, do- you're doing it all wrong, <laughs> and then steps in to correct it. Perfect. I just figure other things might have gotten dragged in there. So Spruce, you managed to bend one of these doors inwards a little bit, and you can see that there's really not much in there. You you think this little area is more for containment than to than to injure or kill? So it's, it's more of, of like just strict entrapment. So there's no dead things in it? All right, moving on. You're looking for some easy loot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes you get things, little secrets in there, right? Maybe some wizard got pulled into that net trap. You never know. As you guys continue, you get to a point where the ceiling becomes much higher. And you start to notice a silky substance along the walls that grows thicker and thicker as you progress. And you get to a large chamber... And you can see just these cascading sheets of web. No! Ugh, gross. <laughs> That's make- what Vanaway Helsing says. Cut that out. I mean, I love nature so much. So very much. I'm not scared of anything. Spiders! <laughs> uh, can everybody make a perception check, please? I got a 15. 19? 16. A 1. Gilladob can't really see a way through, but the other three, you can see very faint, but very noticeable. I shouldn't say very noticeable. It's just noticeable enough, a like a footpath through these webs. And it's, it looks like it's very deliberately, maybe almost frequently used, a way that you can get through without disturbing the webs at all. You also do see high up that there are a couple of large spiders. So I believe I'm behind 
skill it up. You are. Yeah. So I'm going to grab his shoulder because he looks like he's going to walk into the web. I'll probably so. have some in my face. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, stop him and be like, wait! <laughs> and then try to point out the path to him. Does he see it then? Or do we need to guide him? I think once you point it out. Okay, because yeah. he has superior dark vision. Too, mm-hmm. so okay. Uh, Vanna, aren't you carrying a torch? I am. <clears throat> Is this yeah. silk stuff flammable? I'm just yeah. curious. I mean, you know. Yes, it is, in fact. It also looks like we could get through without disturbing the animals or ourselves. Yeah, sure. I, I'm just, you know, just in case things go sideways, something to keep in mind. Are you going to walk through with your torch? Well, okay, so that's my next question. Um, so what do I know about these spiders? Can you give me a nature check? Twelve? Like most spiders, they can sense prey trapped in the web and any movements in the web that they're on. But the only difference is that these ones are enormous. So how big? Like the size of a small car. Gross. Um, <laughs> like the one in Hang the on. room. It, should I use a different term? Yeah. That? Like, uh, like a horse with spider legs. You should use the name <laughs> of whatever car company is going to sponsor our podcast. <laughs> Is there and is there any reason for me to like extinguish my flame? Would light would that disturb them? I mean, they would probably notice it, but okay. the the area is so thick with webs that you think going in there with it would be very difficult to not light everything on fire. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I extinguish my torch then. Gilladon wants to ask the price, like, so are we gonna try to sneak through this room without pissing off the spiders? I think that seems wise. Now, so should we just do this, like, quiet and sneaky, or I might be able to create a bit of a minor illusion, make some noise, like, draw the spiders to the far side of the room, and then we can try and sneak through? Well, you said they're already up at the top, kind of, right? So, I mean, I think as long as we're careful not to touch the web, we should probably be fine. He also said it looked like it is used quite often. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I don't think we're going to need to... Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if we're yeah, we, can, we'll, we should be okay. Though yeah. so I will cast Blade Ward just to be safe. And then I guess since I'm behind you, Vanna, uh, I don't know, if you're going to hold on to Faye in front, maybe I'll just kind of keep my hand on your shoulder behind. just so Everybody can, can steer me from yeah, both directions. Yeah, steer you around since you can't see. <laughs> okay. Seeing Sounds that he cast Blade Ward and being like, hey, I just learned that. I do one as well. All right. Uh, I'd like everybody to make a, I don't know if this is acrobatics, it's you're just walking, so the stealth because it's stealth. Yeah, thank you. I forgot yeah. stealth was a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. It's a stealth check. Oh, that's It's a lot of bad looking rolls. But it was a path that's been walked before, so it's not like we have to have a really high stealth check, right? I'm sorry. Who's the DM? <laughs> I got a seven, and sorry, Gilladog got a twenty-five. Spruce got a seven. What did Faye get? Five. Ten. But we were all on a, a choo-choo line. We were on a choo-choo <laughs> and, line. And he's the front. He's the front. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> choo-choo line. The engine's in the back of this train. Uh, <laughs> Spruce, you see Faye just brush, just enough, the webbing. No. And then you also do it because, I don't know. Totally just touched the ooh, my dad too. (laughs) So I'm gonna get everybody to roll initiative. Ah, shit balls! Light that torch again, real quick. (laughs) Yeah. 
Uh, I got 10. I got a 19. Ditto. 14. All right, Giladab, you are up first. You saw the movement of the web from just your peripheral vision. But no spiders are close yet? No, they haven't acted. You're up first. Hmm. How much further until the end of the spider web path? If we did a dodge, can we get out of it? Like, so not dodge a dash? dash. Yeah, how long is the path? One move, like, you guys made it about halfway. So, like, 30 feet, and you'd be out. You'd be out. Yeah. Because to me, that seems like a more beneficial mm. than being surrounded by their web. Mm-hmm. I think I'll take my full movement to try and like cross the other side of the room, especially like kind of hoping that since I pass myself that I didn't trigger the web so that I can just separate myself from it. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to hide and then ready my, my short bow. All right. And Faye feeling slightly torn because I've been told not to run away and hide each time. But I do see that you did it, so I know that I'm okay too. I take my 30 feet, run, and hide behind him. <laughs> Crush him behind a no. <laughs> it works. I kind of like that. For, Get behind me, I'll protect you. <laughs> and you're the tallest and I'm the shortest. In a ball, I'm still way I'm taller than you. Yeah. Even crouching and me standing <laughs> totally eclipsed me. I look for, like, confirmation. Like, this is okay that I'm hiding now, right? Because we're both hiding. We're good. <laughs> okay. Spiders. Spider turn. Spider turn. Spruce Lee, what's your, uh... Spruce Lee, what's your armor class? 16. You are restrained as a spider shoots sticky, gooey web at you. Yeah. And the other one's gonna... Kinda... Was that? I get to make any kind of saving throw or anything? You can make a strength check on your turn to try to bust out of it. Okay. And it will sort of drop down behind you. The other one's going to drop down in front of Vanna Whitehelsing. When it does that, can... Yeah, when one drops down to like a shootable level, I will shoot them. Okay, all right. So I readied my bows. I so also... I guess probably the one that dropped down in front of Vanna White. Go for it. Can I also, like, yell to her that it dropped down in front of her since it's dark in here and she... Is it dark and light enough that she can see, or is it dark in here? It's pretty dark. Okay, so I'm just going to yell to you, Vanna, that this thing dropped down in front of you. It comes more like a little, like... Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> I rolled an eight. All right, your arrow goes wide. I can yell, look out! As well, I shoot arrows at your general direction. <laughs> Wait, hang on. You were hidden, right? Oh, yes, I guess so I So you get a sneak advantage. attack. Yeah. Uh, thanks. So that's a 16 to hit. Yeah, now we're talking. Much better. 9 damage from the normal, and then 2d6. So 15 in total. So my arrow does hit. Yep, right in its horse body. <laughs> Even though it's dark and you might not see it, maybe you hear the squishy noise of my Probably. arrow hitting it. Oh. <laughs> Aim for the squishy noise! <laughs> it, uh, I don't know what. It was biting at you and rolled a natural one, so oh. I don't know. It eats the floor, I guess. <laughs> it was descending, that. and Gilladob's arrow, I guess, shot the web, and it just falls flat onto the floor. <laughs> I don't know. Something happened, so it, it went to bite you, and, and it missed. You're having a difficult time seeing anything, but you know that there's something in front of you, and it's kind of pissed off. Now it's your turn. Vanna Whitehelsing. 
I think I better light my torch so I can see what's happening. She's all gonna light up the whole place! Okay, so that would be an action oh. to, like, light a torch. Yeah, but how can I randomly stab it? I only have a vague sense where it is. It's right in front of you. No, oh. like, You heard it squishy noise. Would you be able to stab a horse in the dark? <laughs> if it I guess was it's a good right size target. You? Well, I, Let's there's go only to a one way farm. to find out. <laughs> <laughs> wait... We'll wait until the moon is covered by clouds. We'll go to a horse farm. We'll get our steak knives. <laughs> Sneak into the barn. <laughs> Sounds like some kind of weird idiom. It's like stabbing a horse in the dark. I don't understand the problem here. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> I'll use my short sword then to try and. Yeah, so you're going to be at a disadvantage, but okay. it's still doable. I think I rolled a 14 the first time, my god. Um, so that'd be 19. So that was the lower of the two rolls? Yeah. Alright, well, yeah, then you definitely hit it. <laughs> Alright. Seven piercing. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Sorry, but you're already, like, already going with innuendos, and we're like in a maze, and you're like, go for the squishy noise, and all I was thinking, like, you're just trying to find the right hole. <laughs> oh, the squishy noise! Okay, I You can always it. make more holes. No. Put your sword in the sword hole. <laughs> oh, okay. So you lash out, Vanna White Helsing. You stab out in the dark, and you can feel your sword biting into uh, an animal. I should, shouldn't say that, because you know what it is. You feel your sword biting into something, and it it rears back like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've just established it's a horse now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a spider. It's a horse. Spruce. Alright, so am I making a strength check or a strength saving throw? It's a strength check. 18. Yeah, you bust out of that. Yeah. Do I, am I still able to do something? So that was your action. That was my action. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to break free of the web. I'm just going to um, take out my glaive. Okay, and then turn around to face the spider that dropped down behind me. Alright, well then we are back up to Gilly. I'll shoot another arrow. Do I still have stealth from these spiders? Uh, at this point, it doesn't matter because it's it's fully engaged in the front, so... Oh, because it's flanked, yeah. yeah. All right. 23 to hit? Yes. Easily. Mm -hmm. <sighs> wow. 19. 19 points of damage. Yeah, my base was on the D6 plus floor was an 8. And then I just rolled an 11 on my sneak attack damage. Gross. I don't know how an arrow can make a spider explode, but that's basically what happens. This is the one in front of them? The, the one by Vanna. Oh, thanks. It uh, must have hit like a web sack or something. I don't know how that went. <laughs> one of those pressurized web sacks inside, yeah. the, inside the abdomen. <laughs> you, uh, your arrow hits the self-destruct button on the spider. <laughs> okay. Mechanical horse spiders. <laughs> yeah. Oh, didn't I tell you that this was a Wild Wild West themed campaign, you guys? Let's <laughs> go. Oh, uh, so, Vanna, you can tell that this thing just just falls to the ground. Well, I shouldn't say it falls to the ground. It just slumps over. If I maybe, as the liquids all seep out of it, you feel them wash up against your boots. Mmm. <laughs> Faye. All right, so Faye is going to try and be strategic here. 
And using her unseen servant, who has a 60-foot range, I'm going to cast to the other end. And unseen servants can interact with objects. They can't attack, but they can interact with objects. And have him just thrash like crazy into the webbing. Like a caught prey. I'm helping. Uh, Faye, you can see as the webbing begins to thrash around, the spider turns around and it's no longer facing Spruce. So it's going to use its action to kind of investigate like what's going on with that. Which would have been 30 feet back the other way. Correct. Right, so all it needs to do is sort of like feel on the web what's happening, right? And so it it's, would feel someone there. Yeah, totally. So it makes enough of a commotion that the spider turns around. Because you guys, really what happened... Like, you busted out of the web, but you didn't move at all. You weren't creating as much of a disturbance as this thing is. So that's its turn. Vanna, it's your turn now. So since I can't see anything, I think I'll, I'll call out to people, like, can any, like, I want somebody to guide me. Don't want to light my torch and, like, place on fire, so. I'll just call, hello, can anybody? <laughs> I think, like, Giladab would call out, just so you can hear the, my our voice for direction. Okay, you're gonna have to climb over this dead spider corpse. Oh, that should go well. Can you make? You're gonna have to make another, basically another stealth check. I can't check. go around it. Is that you, big? You'd be going into the web. Oh, okay. Oh, god damn it. Um, ten. You get over the spider corpse, but you're not very silent. Spruce. All right, so this thing has its back to me now, right? Yep, sure does. I'm just gonna two-hand it with my glaive. Seventeen. Yeah. And that's going to do nine slashing damage. And then, um, yeah, I'm going to make an unarmed strike as well. And that was a natural one. <laughs> Gilly, back to you. Might as well do my thing. Shoot it with an arrow. That was only a 10. So 15. 15 to hit. 15 is just good enough for that arrow to make it. 11 damage. And then I think I can use my bonus action. Can I use my bonus action to use my mage hand to, like, pull out a, a torch? Or light some sort of... Can you light a, a torch as a bonus action? I don't know if I can action? light it, but maybe I'll just pull it out so that it's ready. Sure. All right. You pull out a torch. An unlit torch. An that unlit is, torch. It's just it's bursting with potential energy. <laughs> yes. Tons of potential. <laughs> Fiance. Using light, which is one of my cantrips. <laughs> I touch my... Touch the torch, please. Can you light it with light <laughs> instead of with fire? Yeah. I touch Gilly's torch. I touch Gilly's, Gilly's torch, making the wood itself actually light up, because there's no flame. It's like a glow stick. Yeah. <laughs> like a, glow stick. Uh, a sunrod, if you will. Ooh. <laughs> That's fantastic. You lit the torch. Yep, there you go. Spruce Lee. Spider turns around and it's going to bite you. It bites you for seven points of piercing damage. Because I'm holding my Kensei weapon and I did an unarmed strike, I can use Agile Parry, which increases my AC by two. So it brings it up to 18. Okay, so I rolled a 19. God damn it! Can you also make a constitution saving throw? Hope you like poison. Eight. Take another nine points of poison damage. That's strong poison. How you doing? <clears throat> I've got four hit points. All right. Well, the good news is that this spider is 
not liking the abuse it's taking, so it just turns to bite you, and then it's going to scuttle up the web, so you're going to get an attack of opportunity oh, against yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I am. I'm going to glaive it. Glaive it real good. It's going to be 19 to hit. And it's going to be 9 points of slashing damage. As you bring your glaive down heavily on this thing and cleave into its side, it falls off the web, dead. And you notice that there are some humanoid forms up in the webs that are encased in, in webbing. Like, high up. You don't see any other spiders, so area is clear. I mean, anybody who looks up really can see them, except for Vanna. But now, actually, you know what? Now that there's full-on light, I should say, really everyone can see them. Do these humanoid forms look dead? Oh, yeah. Giladab would use his mage hand to take a little dagger up and cut them loose. I don't know if disinter is the right word for this, but uh, you're going to unwrap all these presents? It's like science <laughs> class when you check out owl pellets to figure out what they've been eating. I just, you know, cut it open and with the tip of my dagger, I kind of move some bones around and clumps of hair and kind of just... It's probably more like squishy goo. Pick Look through for it. valuables. Well, don't the spiders like drink the goo out of it? Oh, Okay. So you get the idea that spiders aren't too keen on eating things that are metal or things other than blood and maybe some soft tissue, if you get my drift. Uh, so you find, um, actually, let me just back up. Like, well, are you the only one who's, who's doing this? Like, is everyone else going to take a short rest is what I'm getting at? Yeah. I mean, if, if I've got time to take a short rest while Gilly, uh, ransacks these web corpses it would probably count as a short rest for you too because you're really not doing strenuous activity while they do the short rest i do that thing that gives them the bonus of song of rest using soothing music or orientation to revitalize your wounded allies during a short rest if you or any friendly creature can hear the performance they regain hit points at the end of the short rest they regain an extra d6 Mm-hmm. So I'm singing you a song about how awesome I am because I helped you guys knock it out. <laughs> did you see that invisible guy I did? No, you didn't because he's invisible. I cast him over there, but it distracted the spider, and then you got him in the butt. <laughs> Great Thank tune. That's a good tune. That was good. Giladob finds total equivalent in gold pieces of 200 gold pieces in, in various denominations. You find a small glass sphere you find a small metallic tube you find a small dagger if i inspect the dagger is it different than the other daggers that i have that's real nice something special about it hmm you also find a potion does the potion have a color I just want to write something down to differentiate it between the other potions I have. The liquid is orange, and as you sort of maybe pop the top off just slightly, there's a smoke that that billows out a little bit. Does it smell (laughs) like alchemist fire? It smells hot. Orange, hot, smoky potion. Okay. Are you guys going to continue on? No, we're just going to stop now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, let's turn back. <laughs> Faye almost does. Is it the same marching order? Same as before? Yes. So I'll use my mage hand to float the torch up in the middle of the group. So just a question. Do you tell everyone what you find, or is this like, are you like, no, didn't find anything? Oh, that's true. We were on a rest. So, yeah, I would this time. I'd tell them that I found 200 golds. 
and about the orange potion and the weird glass sphere and the hollow tube. The dagger I just put in my belt with the rest of the daggers. Faye looks unimpressed because it doesn't seem to make much of a difference to her. Good job finding stuff on dead people. I'm happy about it. So as you guys continue on through the tunnel, through the darkness, you get to a point where you see an open doorway. This is the first time you've seen what looks to be a man-made door. And through it, you can see a softly lit, empty, circular room with another door on the far side of it. There are several large mirrors affixed at equidistant points around the room. How many mirrors? I think there's three. Gilda would go up to the door but would not go in and even make kind of with the body language to like stop and not enter into the room and probably make a more thorough perception check. Okay. 21. So you can see that in the middle of the room there's an iron grate in the floor. That's really the only other thing that you see. I feel like I might have accidentally tripped over him being distracted by the fact that there was lights and mirrors and I could see my own reflection. So then you go into the room? I fell into the room over top of Gilladob. Oh boy. Are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) I get up and dust myself off. Oh. Do I see has anything happened to me because I'm in this room? You've basically just taken like one step in. Tripped in. Pretty much like the equivalent of like one step in, yes. Yeah. No. You can see that through the other doorway the the tunnel continues on. Okay. So I get up, check my hair in the mirror, make sure I'm good, and probably take a couple more steps in. Anybody else? Anyone else want to do anything? I'm waiting. You guys are just waiting to see what happens to me. <laughs> so wait, this is, it's just, it's a round room, you said? Yeah. With three mirrors on the walls? Yeah. And a grate in the middle. Equidistant and a grate in the middle. How how long are you waiting? And a f- Until how far towards the other door? So wait, she's just walking, you're just waltzing I in? I tripped in. Yeah, and then you get- Kind of myself up. I see that the tunnel keeps going, so I'm going towards the tunnel. Yeah, I would. I'm gonna say I would just walk in too. Yeah. What about Faye? Uh, sorry, uh, Vanna and Gilly. Gilly's concerned, scratching his head. Maybe I'll walk in, walk in and grab Faye, or kind of put my hand on your shoulder and be like, "Hang on. This seems, something seems strange here." How far are you into this room? <laughs> Almost to the grate, if it's in the middle. Yeah. All right. And he grabs you. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll cautiously walk in just a little bit and then, yeah, apprehensive, but I'll... You can see that there's water underneath the grate. You can see that there's... Actually, give me a perception check. Nine. It's not totally still. I look back and go, why are we stopping? The door's right there. Can I go and look? I mean, I see them standing around this grate and, yeah, I guess I would kind of approach and see what I see. Sure. Uh, 11. Yeah, you can sort of get the sense that there's something maybe moving underneath. Can't really see what it is. Can I just point out to our listeners that our DM is smiling evilly every time we talk about this room, so it's making me feel uneasy, but I'm trying to stay in character here. All right. Look at this. What are you going to do? I would like to go investigate the, the mirror, or like walk up to one of the mirrors and see if there's anything strange about the mirrors. Investigation, perception, whatever. Yeah, investigate. Um, 14. It doesn't look like a normal, regular mirror. Ooh. Hmm. Although you don't see anything in your reflection that looks different. It These just look like extra sturdy. As if they're built to withstand something. Hey guys, something seems off about these mirrors. These are like hard, 
hardcore mirrors. How huh. long is the room from door to door? It's like the size of the Gravitron if you ever went on that ride. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Gilladub sprints across the room to the other door. <laughs> You're gonna sprint? Yeah. Okay. Crossing that threshold that he keeps for whatever reason. Yeah, I really didn't want to cross, and then it's like all the way just <laughs> right across the room. Right. Our DM kept asking us how far in the room we went, and I feel like as soon as we cross a certain point, this is, we're all screwed. As if, as soon as you cross a certain point, both the doors are going to slam shut? Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's what happens. That's what I figured. <laughs> I was really hoping that two of you were going to be stuck outside. Oh, man. Uh, I was starting to think that might not be better. I totally thought that it was just going to be me in there. Yeah. So um, I run in, and it triggered. Damn it! <laughs> Roll initiative. I thought for sure it's just gonna be me in there, and you guys were all gonna stay out there and watch me die. Because <laughs> anyone else, anyone else, how would we watch? <laughs> twenty-one. Twenty. My natural twenty. Yeah, that makes a oh, difference. Oh, sorry, actually. twenty-three then. Sorry, no, but sorry. that makes a difference. She rolled yep. a natural twenty. I put you at the head, no matter what. What did you guys get? Thirteen. Fifteen. Uh, as both doors slam shut. A metallic orb lowers from the center of the ceiling and begins to crackle. Vanna, it's your turn first. This is some sort of crazy disco ball. Can I examine this weird silver orb and see if I see anything of interest? Sure. Give me a, an arcana check. Yeah. Uh, nine. Mm, you really don't know what it is. And has anything with the mirrors happened? Nope. Um, yeah, so you've got the three mirrors, you got the two doors, you've got this orb that's crackling. What do you, cra crackling how? How do you mean? Like with electricity. And then you have this grate in the middle of the room. With water underneath it and electricity on the orb. Oh. <laughs> I get, okay, so maybe I'll walk over to the mirrors and take a look at those. Like, can I try, like, how big are they? Could I lift? Like person size. They're could pretty I heavy. lift one? Sure, make a strength check. Twelve. Twelve is, like, you can kind of feel like it might come off, but twelve is not enough to get it off the wall. Gilly. I think I will, well, one, can I make a perception check Yeah, on what do the doors look like that closed? Wood doors, metal doors? Stone. Stone doors? Yeah. They came down pretty heavy. And this orb that lowered from the ceiling, how's it being held up? There's like a like a like an apparatus like metal arm basically like a tripod sort of from the ceiling. I think first I'm gonna go to one of the mirrors and just try and smash it. I'm gonna smash it. Do I have to make like an attack roll or? I don't think I'm gonna make you make an attack roll against a stationary object that is defenseless. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe like a melee damage roll. So I'd use like maybe the pommel of my short sword. Six. Uh, it cracks. Cracks one of the mirrors. I will use the rest of my turn to... I'm a little nervous about the grate, so I'm, like, ready to climb up on top of the mirror. If water starts rising, I'm gonna scamper up this mirror. Can everybody make a dexterity saving throw, please? 22. 24. 10. 13. Faye and Spruce, you're gonna take three points of lightning damage. Uh, Vanna and Gilly, you're gonna take six points of lightning damage what happens is it's like a f sort of a almost like a field kind of zaps you it almost like 
basically fills the circumference of the room. And you can hear it start charging up again. That came from the orb, by the way. Sorry. The lightning came out of the orb. Um, Spruce, what you got? All right. So I went to investigate this mirror that mm-hmm. I'm standing in front of. Um, so it's affixed to the wall? Yeah. All right. I'm going to try and lift it off the wall. Okay. So what's that? A strength check? Yes, please. 14. Yeah, 14. You just managed to get this thing down. Like you almost feel like it's like about to come down on you like a vending machine. <laughs> but uh, you managed to keep it standing up unless you were trying to just topple it over. No, I, I'm I, I, I would like to get behind it. All right. And basically like angle it up so that it's kind of pointing at the metallic orb thing, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Sure. I get where you're, I get where you're yeah. coming from. You know what I mean. All right, Faith. What do you think? I'm going to use knock on you, the door. You're going to use knock. Yeah. On the door. Yep. What does that do? Choose an object that you can see within range. Uh, it can, object can be a door, or and I'm just going to skip that necessary stuff. Or an ob, or another object that contains mundane or magical means that prevent access. The target that is held by a mundane lock or that is stuck or barred becomes unlocked, unstuck, or unbarred. Hmm. And if the object has multiple locks, only one of them is unlocked. If you choose an object that is arcane lock, then the spell is repressed for 10 minutes, during which it can be unlocked. The tar- it can be unlocked normally. So that only works on things that are locked? No, it says objects that are preventing access. A door that magical means or a mundane means that prevents access. Mundane means that prevents access. That's interesting because the door's not locked and it's not barred. It's just there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just really heavy. Yeah, <laughs> like somebody could go and try to lift it up, but I don't think any of you are... I mean, it's a valid way to try to escape but it says it becomes like unstuck or unbarred or barred becomes unlocked unstuck or yeah so you're saying that it's it's still just gonna be really heavy still yeah okay do you want to like if you want i can see if you do like a maybe an investigation check to see if you think knock will work sure so you can maybe not just waste a spell I'm not trying to, like, nope. kibosh your, your escape plan. I figured that the wording would be the key in this part, and I wasn't sure. I'm just going to go what I have here, so. Uh, investigation? Yeah. Sixteen? Yeah, so you you can basically see that, that these things are just in place by virtue of being big and heavy, but they're not locked or or being held in place by anything else. All right, so... Spruce just moved a mirror in front of him. Yeah. I get behind him. All right. Okay. Uh, hang on. Vanna White housing. Something else is going to happen first. Yeah. One, two, three, four. That's interesting. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. You guys have thrown me for loop already. We're not even first, like, through the the first full round of this. Because it's a broken mirror and a mirror that's now tilted the wrong way and they aren't as yeah. they should be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so instead of a a field of lightning that 
comes out of this orb, it becomes focused and it shoots at Vanna White Helsing, who gets behind this mirror. Sorry, not Vanna White Helsing, I'm sorry. Shoots at Faye, who just in the nick of time gets behind this mirror. Um, but you're angling this sort of back up at the orb. Yeah. Like, would this be a perception check to see if you got the angles right? It, do you have a geometry skill? Uh, no. It's a heavy mirror, right? Yeah. I'm behind helping. So it might be, like, athletics in terms of, like, holding in place properly? Yeah. Good call. Okay, athletics check, Spruce. It's a pretty big mirror. Yeah. Thirteen? Mm-hmm. Um, this lightning bolt reflects off the mirror and back up at the orb. And you yes. can kind of see that it's, like, smoking a little bit. Ooh. It's not destroyed. Um, now, Vanna White Helsing, is your turn. I, don't, I mean, I feel like if I saw that that was working, I feel like I would try and take the other mirror and do this, something similar. You're still standing right beside one, right? Yeah. Okay, so you're going to try to take it off again? Yeah, so strength again. Yes, please. It'll be athletics. Oh, athletics. Yeah. Ooh, that's better. Okay. 18. Oh, yeah. Jeez. You hoist that thing right off. Okay, cool. And you're going to sort of just do the same thing? Yeah, I guess so. Like hide behind and angle? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to, yeah. Gilladab, my friend. Oh, shucks. So everyone's hiding now? (laughs) And I'm just standing beside a cracked mirror. (laughs) Ready to climb it. (laughs) I look at everyone else, like back and forth between the two people who just moved this giant mirror. And there's no way in hell I'm even going to try to, like, move it. I just don't think that's going to happen. Kilodon does not like this room. I'm just going to shoot an arrow at the orb. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. <laughs> and I'm going to look very confused doing it. There's a lot of worry <laughs> on your face. 24. Yep. Seven damage. It hits the orb, and you can tell that it's smoking a little bit more. I guess I'll just run to hide behind a mirror. I'll run to Vanna's. So, because you guys are all sort of semi-sheltered, I'm not going to make you roll deck saving throws, but you will still take a little bit of lightning damage. So everybody take three lightning damage, which is half of what you would have otherwise taken. Spruce, your turn. I'm aware that it seemed to damage the thing, right? Mm -hmm. So I guess I'll just try and maybe move a little bit closer to it just keeping the mirror trying to sort of keep my angle correct and move closer to the to the thing that's about it cool Faye? I see that he's got this <laughs> so I whip out my lute <laughs> and begin singing some bardic inspiration about how awesome we all are for shooting lightning back at the lightning ball <laughs> uh <laughs> I give my bardic inspiration to who's next? It will be you, yeah. I give my yeah. bardic inspiration to the person who hates me the most. <laughs> so generous of you. Oh, welcome, <laughs> bitch. Spruce, lightning bolt is coming at you again. Can you make another strength check? So wait, is it strength or is it athletics? I'm sorry, athletics. Okay. 16. You were able to get pretty close and angled the mirror in such a way that this this lightning bolt really didn't travel far before it was reflected back. And because of that, the 
the energy intensity was was really high. This orb kind of splits open, and you can hear like the magical crackling dissipate from the air. Nice. Do I say shut? Yep. Are we still in initiative? Nope. Oh, may I suggest we all try and open the door? We could. There's also, there's also this grate in, in the middle of the room with water in it, right? Like, with an animal in it. Well, with something in it, yeah. Do like a perception check in the grate? I guess a couple of people already did. I didn't yet. Can I try and see if I can? Yeah. 14? 14. And how about Gildab? Are you going to peer into this murky well, if water? If the lightning orb is done, then yeah, maybe I'll like poke my head out behind the mirror and, you know, take a look. 11. Spruce, you see tentacles. Ooh. But they aren't real. That's oh. another illusion. All right, I say as much to the group. This is but an illusion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think we might be able to, I mean, I don't know if it's safe to go in there, but I don't think it's... It's. I don't think there's anything in there that's necessarily dangerous. But if these doors aren't going to open, it, it might be a way out. We could try opening the doors. It's an idea if all four of us try and lift it. I was going to poke it with my sword. Does the illusion like go away if we interact with it? No, it doesn't re- really react to you at all. It, like your sword just passes right through it. But there's still like bars covering the this thing of water. The grate is real, yeah. Okay, the grate yeah. is real. It's. It's a short drop. Um, the water doesn't look that deep. If I nudge it, does it move? Would it seem like it would? I'd be able to open this crate. Yeah. Hmm. Well, did we want to try opening the the door first, or should we just? I mean, they look really heavy. Yeah, a giant stone door, even between four, well, three and a half of us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's tie. Gilly to a rope and sort of dangle him down. <laughs> dunk, dunk me in the water? <laughs> like Mission Impossible. <laughs> I feel like Spruce is saying that as a joke, but I'm like, yeah, that's that's good. And I pull out my rope and I start tying it around my waist. <laughs> so the rest of us can grab it and kind of lower him in. Do you still have that lit uh, torch? Oh, I guess that's still going. As long as the spell lasts. An hour. Oh, yeah. All right. I hold it with my real hand, not my mage hand. <laughs> and I pull out a little toque, like a Jacques Cousteau toque somewhere. <laughs> I'm going in. And I, I dive into the water. You'll have to submerge yourself for like maybe 15 feet. But it's a short, unchallenging little swim to another area ahead. I don't know if you're going to go, actually, but you can you can quite see that there's an easy way out. Yeah, I think I would I would fall along the path. Do All I right. reach air? Yeah. Hmm. You climb out into um looks to be a, a well-traveled uh, passageway devoid of other features. I guess just give the rope a little like tug 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 tug. He's dead. Someone ate him. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, there was no there was no air above him. It was straight water. Like he went underwater to get here. <laughs> we should have established a communication before we did yeah. this. 
I uh, begin writing your uh, obituary. I'd say, really, if you started tugging, I feel like we'd probably pull him back. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would have, like, so. gotten out the other side and, like, taken the rope off of me. Okay, so we're going to pull back an empty rope. After it's been tugged. I feel like we would pull you back if you tugged. And now we've pulled back an empty rope. Yeah. Is there, like, red on it from your cloak? <laughs> In fear that one of our own has fallen and I need to help because I got yelled at by both Gilladob and Spruce, I dive in. But I see that there's a tunnel that I can go to and I get out and come back up where Gilly is. So now two people are gone. <laughs> on, on this side, uh, after this short oh, little 15 no. feet, if I look around the room, can I see like one of the stone doors that closed separate? Is it like attached to the the orb room we were in yeah if, if you look around you your eyes had to readjust after being submerged in the water with that light mm-hmm. but you can see the what was the far door on the other okay. side yeah i mean i yell and stuff even though i kind of know it'd probably be hard to hear and then i also take out my little rock hammer and i like tap uh, tap, 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 tap. it's the same little tappy thing on the door tug. yeah I begin singing a song as loud as I can. So you guys can hear her singing. Oh. <laughs> okay. Hey, Faye, is that you? Yes, bitches. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Go swimming in the water. Come see us. Is is Gilly over there? No, he died. <laughs> what, Gilly? Oh, I'm, dead. <laughs> I'm, not dead. I'm still alive. <laughs> All right, it seems like we're safe to go down and, yeah. and go in. All right, we will follow. <laughs> All right, everybody's everybody's safely out of my trap room. Yay. Covered in water. There's worse things to be covered in, like spider guts. Yeah. That's it for this week's episode. Thanks, everyone, very much for listening. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram if you haven't already. If you've got a few minutes to spare and you're curious, head on over to thingstimwrote.com slash books. You might be intrigued. Until next episode, everyone, we're just going to let this outro music take it away because it's so epic. Like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun.